What is up, everybody? Welcome to Date Bit Podcast, where my husband and I talk about all things video games. I am one of your hosts, Kaylee Jackson. And I am the other host, Jimmy Jackson. So, uh, what's going on, Jimmy Jackson? Well, Kaylee Jackson. Uh, I didn't know we were calling each other by our full names now. Or should I say, Melissa Jackson. We don't have to bring that up. Anyways. Um, not much. Not much is going on. Um... It has been, we, we broke our promises again, you know? Uh, we, were, mean, we were going every other week and we just didn't you do know, it. So let's just say this. We're going to record when we need and feel like we can record. Yeah, I think that's good because sometimes whenever we get a, get it in our minds that we're going to stick to a schedule, or at least for me, um, I can get so panicky about like, Okay, I got to make sure I do this so we can talk about this. And, um, well, if we can't do it this night, then we have to do it this night. And it just kind of gets too much sometimes. So, like, you don't want to turn it into work. Right. We do this for fun because we genuinely enjoy it. And we play video games for fun because we yes. enjoy them. And so we're just going to, we're just going to record, um, whenever we want to, whenever we feel like when it, whenever we have, we have the have content to do it, yeah. whenever we have time. Yeah. I feel like that's good. I do too. I think it's great. And you know what? Um, all of you people who say you can't do that. Not that there is anyone that says you can't do that. But <laughs> I'm telling you right now, we're doing it. There are so many people sending us hate mail. I can't wait. Just kidding. By the way, quick update. No new emails this week. Oh. This episode. You checked beforehand? Yeah. I, get, I have them on my phone, so I get notifications. Okay. That's fair. So. I figure that's like an experience we could share together. Oh, on the podcast, but it's fine. But I like I they pop up, so then if I have them, I can be like, oh, we have them. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. Crush my dreams. It's fine. Wow. Okay, Thanks. but anyway, um, Kaylee's steering the ship this episode. Yeah, I kind of took control for episode sixteen. Is this episode sixteen? I believe so. Okay, I don't. I don't remember. So, um, I've I got a list of notes of stuff that I want to talk about, um. It's been a couple weeks, so I feel yeah. like there's a good chunk of stuff to talk about. Um, although I totally. was I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about as far as my island goes. Because let's let's be clear, there have been zero games played by Kaylee by herself except for Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing New Horizons. Still, we're on a roll. We're on a streak. I love it. Yeah, this is just what I need right now. I get that. I get that. We have a we have a uh very busy coming up month and a half. Yeah, we uh, really do. And we've been through a lot in the last couple months. Um so everything is good, but it's still a lot. And uh and sometimes you just need to uh design an island. Right. So um, what what did you want to talk about? With okay. Animal Crossing. So I just wanted to give an island update. Kaylee's Island Recap. Go. Okay. <laughs> so, since the last episode, um, I have allowed a villager to leave. Or an, an islander. Who left? Um, Truffles left. Your pig? No bad blood. Just... No beef. You guys got no beef. No beef. Or pork. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes, Kaylee. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. I was like, I said no beef, and you went, <gasps> like, oh my gosh. Okay. I can say this. Anyway, no bad blood. Um, 
she just wanted to move on and chase her dreams. And she felt like her dreams were taking her to another island. I get that. I have to support that. I can't turn her down. Plus, when it comes to chasing her dreams, like plus I have were, to support her. Let's be honest. You were low-key excited to get rid of her. No, I wasn't like excited to get rid of her. I just... She's not one of the hated ones, right? I don't hate anyone on my island. I've heard the way you talk about Ed. Okay, I was about to say, if there's one that I'm ready to be gone, it's Ed. I was going to say, I've heard the way you talk about him, so I don't know if there's no one that you hate on that island, but... Uh, I'm hoping Ed is the one that comes to me next. Today I gave Ed some wallpaper as a gift, and he really didn't like that. What have you... I have saw a video of someone... You know how when you dig a hole in the ground, people can't, like, walk over that? Someone just boxed in one of their village, their islanders, just with holes in the ground. See that that stuff actually does not work. It doesn't. It doesn't work to get them to want to leave. There is an algorithm to where, like, every ten to fifteen days at random, a villager is going to ask to leave. So, is- but it's not. It can't be your latest villager that moved in. Okay. And there's some other things that come into play as well when it comes to so- which one thinks about leaving so how how far out are you until one thinks about leaving it should be coming up here pretty soon okay so we'll see who it is obviously fingers crossed for ed (laughs) fingers crossed for ed obviously i have um the ones that i want to keep so if it's like birth well spoiler spoiler alert i don't want to say yet because that's kind of further down the road but that I'm going to get to here in a minute. But, um, yeah, Truffles asked to leave. Okay. I let Truffles leave. Okay. Wait. Did we already talk about this? I think we did. Because um, Kitty took Truffles' place. Oh. And I think we already talked about this. Now, um, Okay. Wait, then who left to give After you- that- <gasps> It was I Flip, yes. my jock, my you jock left. One of your OG Islanders. He was one of my two originals. Yeah, it was Frida and Flip, and um, Flip also felt like life was taking him elsewhere, and asked what I thought, and I was like, Flip, you got to do what you got to do, man. Flip, peace out. So um, he went to the great gym in the sky. I'm just honestly, kidding. he didn't oh. die. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> um, no, he just felt like it was his time to um part this mortal realm yes sure i'm just kidding flip didn't die flip is still alive and well yes um do you i know it doesn't work this way but how cool would it be if your flip could go live on another island and be like yeah i used to live in beanville no that can happen stop it can no yes it can happen that's amazing yeah so like literally your flip my flip Flip from Beanville could end up on someone else's island. Even though there's other flips in the world. Yeah, and say, I'm Flip from Beanville. It can 100% happen. How do we find out where Flip I think I need to be playing online with other people more. If I could be completely wrong, but I think think that's how um, that kind of situation would unfold. That's crazy. That's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. um, Flip left. Most yes. recently. I was kind of sad to see him go, but it there, felt right it felt to like let the, him leave. It felt like maybe you cried a little bit about it. I, <laughs> no tears were shed. It felt like there were possibly going to be che- tears shed at some point, though. 
No, I'm good. Like okay. emotionally, I'm fine about it. I just but... meant like the day he was packing the boxes, you were laying in bed, and you oh, had you know switch. who did cry? Who? Bertha. Well, Bertha cried. Bertha? When I went to go talk to her the day that Flip was moving out, she straight up she started crying. Uh, Tears. So that was that kind of pulled at my heartstrings a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And of course, I was it was sentimental for me to see him go, but um, that allowed me. I mean, you did look through all your screenshots and be like, "Look, there's Flip." I did. Oh, oh yeah, Flip. I went back and looked at all my photos on my switch. Like when it's when it's like because uh, he was one of your first, so it was like you Flip and Frida and uh-huh. Tom Nook opening the shop uh-huh. and, like, and stuff like, like that. All the ceremony photos we have, like as our island developed, yeah. So like, it's a little bittersweet. For sure. Uh, but I'm sure he's doing great out there. And that allowed me to go villager hunting for the first time, which yeah. I had never done before. And I think this is something we can kind of talk about later when I have another point to talk about. Okay. But um, whenever I first started setting up my island and I would go to Mystery Islands, if I saw... Which Mystery Islands are where you find village islanders to invite to it's your... a place to do that yes okay, cool. um, that's not the only way but what are the other ways they can visit your campsite okay so like if you have an open plot of land they'll just randomly like show up and be like what's up they visit can your camp. yeah okay cool um so i just kind of thought like i don't know in my mind i was like well if i go to a mystery island and there's an islander there i'm gonna invite them to my island regardless of if i think they're cool yeah. or whatever like, that's just what I feel like I have to do. But um, from watching other people stream Animal Crossing, I was like, okay, I want to have the experience of villager hunting because that's it is an experience. Yes. Um. So. And I helped you this time. I was about to say, you and I sat down the day after Flip moved out. We pulled up the uh, encyclopedia of Animal Crossing villagers. The Nookpedia. Yeah. And yes. so there, which I was, had criteria. Which was quite fun. I went and stocked up on my Nook miles so I could um, get plenty of get tickets. Tickets to visit Mystery totally. Islands. Totally. And there were criteria. I was looking for another, either a jock, a lazy, a cranky. Basically, anything besides a smug or a snooty. You were looking for a cranky Kong. <laughs> um, I really love the cranky villagers. Yeah. I really, really yeah. do. Okay, can I ask this question? Is, do villagers, are some villagers more rare than others? Do you know the answer to that? I don't know the answer to so, that. So, like, I know we had talked a lot about you were hoping to find Lucky. Yeah, so I think it's just it's like, randomized for everyone. Okay, but I, did, I just didn't know if, like, well, Lucky appears, you know, 15% of the time. And I don't know. Bertha would appear 30% of the, Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I would have to look I would have to look that up. Yeah, I just wasn't sure. I didn't know there were different types of villagers or islanders either. Villagers, mm-hmm. islanders, the same thing. So my thing was like, okay, I'm going to go villager hunting. And if I find Lucky, like, that's it. I'm taking Lucky. Uh, yeah, because you were... I really, Lucky's really Lucky's a dog him. wrapped like a mummy. Yeah, God, he's he's amazing. I really wanted him. Are you still? Maybe someday I will get I will get lucky on my island. It'll happen. What if you have ten islanders that you love? I will straight up kick someone off. If it's Ed, that would be poetic, but probably hold not. Up, hold up, hold up. Okay. Um, okay. So I was like, okay, obviously, if I see Lucky, that's it, game over. That's who I'm taking. But 
if I am not finding lucky and along the way I find another one that is cute that you're into and the personality type that I'm wanting and seems legit. Yeah. Then I'm going to, I'm going to invite that Islander to live in my Island. Safe to say it happened. It happened. And Oh my gosh, he's now in one of my, um, he's now one of my like permanents. Like he will never leave my Island. I will never allow it to happen ever. So, um, I was planning on like going to at least 10 islands, 10 mystery islands. Yeah. Like, you, I was you, ready for the long haul. You up. Yeah. You were like, Jimmy, make some popcorn. Like, let's. Make me 12 soda streams. <laughs> let's we're keep going. bunkering down. What are you doing for the next 10 hours? Let's yeah. do this thing. Because there are people who have gone to like over 200 islands. And not found the villager they wanted. Right. Yeah. So, I was preparing myself for this. And it was the fourth island I went to. Yeah. I look over and see this little duck. It's a With duck. a bowl cut. Like a little nerdy bowl cut. Just waddling through the trees. Your, and your I knew melted, from the moment I saw him, I said, this is my new islander. Your heart melted. You were like. Y'all. <gasps> yes. That's what you, double, you, you gasped and you double took. So I have a top five favorite animals like in real life and this is a shoot this is shoot yeah this is not a work ducks are in my top five it's true so i see do you have any other animals in your top five that are on your island not that i know of okay yeah no no i'm not that i know just curious unfortunately um now, I've been wearing my penguin necklace to channel, because penguins are in my top five. Yeah. And I'm trying to channel... The penguins to uh, come to your island. Yeah. Because there are penguins that can you can have, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I go up and talk to this duck. His name is Weber. He's wearing a little striped, like, like sailor-looking shirt. Yeah. And his little bowl cut. Like, uh, like Stranger Things? Yes. Sailor outfit type thing? And I was just like... This was meant to be. <laughs> this was meant to be. It really was. It was fun. It was like, I was like, ready to go for the long haul, and you were like, this is it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it so, took us like 15 minutes. <laughs> so uh, his name is Weber. Yes. He is a lazy type, like my boy Zucker. Who is also a permanent. He was also a permanent. You like the lazies. I do. I like the crankies and the lazies. How many? Is it just two lazies you got? Uh-huh. Okay. And Sid is my cranky. Love it. Um. So yeah. So Weber moved in. Yeah. We've been getting to know each other better. So I haven't shown you this, and you'll think this is cool. But his house, the inside is decorated with like all music stuff. Like awesome. he has like a whole studio set up. That's okay. what his house is. So his right. hobby is like music, and his interest is nature. So that I was like, you're like, oh it my could gosh. not be more perfect. You're like, guess what? I love music and nature. <laughs> this is great. So um. Yeah, Weber moved in. We're having a nice. great time. I love it. Actually, today I walked into his house and Sid was there and they were chilling. Well, probably between takes because, you know, Sid's already a musician. Yeah, absolutely. I caught Sid singing in the microphone yeah. a couple weeks ago and he's an emo boy. So they're yeah. over here. Tracking Black Parade 2. Exactly. You know. Yes. Uh, which I'm all about. So, yes, I'm more than excited to have Weber on my island and That's I'm awesome. already kind of looking forward to the next time I get to do this. 
Well, good. Whenever that happens. How much fun? Hopefully it's Ed. Uh, I want to say on the topic of music, and you know how much I love lists. This is completely not video game related at all. But I'm going to say it anyways. Rolling Stone magazine updated their top 500 albums of all time. Oh, nice. It's weird. Really? Don't know how I When's feel the last it. time it happened? 2003, I think. Oh, dang. Okay. Um, they did. Now, this is, is the Black part. Parade on there? It is. Yes. Uh, this is the part that I do, I'm do. i super, super great with, which is they updated it to be more inclusive of people of color and women. All about that. But, of course. But I do feel like some of the albums picked, you like I feel like it's kind of, they need to stand the test of time to be the top 500 albums of all time. I love Billie Eilish. But her album is on there. And it's like, I don't know if you can really say that. It, like, it hasn't stood the test of time, you know? Right. I, I think that's a valid point. And I don't think it's, I think it's a great album and that kind of thing. Uh, so it's a weird list. Like, uh, a coworker and I today were, like, talking about it. And, like, wait, why is, you know, Madonna's, like, a prayer, uh, you know, rated higher than Houses of the Holy by Led Zeppelin Ooh. or something like that? Like Weird flex. It's just like, a, it is like a weird... It's an odd list. Like that's bold. <laughs> Out- Outcasts, um, Aquimini, uh, which is like a great hip hop record. It was number five hundred. It is now number forty nine. Wow. Okay. So it's like cool, but weird. Abbey Road was number one, but it got pushed to number mm, twenty four. What's number one now? Uh, What's going on by Marvin Gaye? Nice. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'd choose number one, but it definitely deserves to be at the near the top. Yeah. One of the best. Absolutely. Um, but, but so that Abbey Road went from like number one to like, or maybe it was Sgt. Pepper's or something. Went from like number one to 24. But then now there's two Beatles albums in front of it. Like it's, so it's, it's like, not how like, does that make sense? That's what if I'm If it was think, number one. If it was number one, like, and they're not going off the, the old lists exclusively, but it doesn't seem like, okay, well, at, like, why is Revolver now better than Abbey Road? Hmm. According to Rolling Stone. Uh, this is, we could talk about this all night. Right. It doesn't really matter with video games, but it was interesting. I spent a lot of time looking at that list today, just like being like, I'm going to look on? at that yeah. for sure tomorrow. Um, but uh, if anyone is listening, you can find that list online. It's, it's an interesting kind of look at stuff. And like, I don't agree with all of it by any means. There's a lot of it that I'm very, very confused on, but um, it is cool to see, uh, uh, sort of a big updated version of this list. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I will say that uh, no Flaming Lips albums on that list, which I think is a shame. Rip. I think Soft Bolton is oh, 100%. definitely should, should be on, be on there somewhere. There. Yes. If Arcade Fires the Funeral is number 500, Soft Bolton should be in front of that. Yeah. All I could say. Yeah. Anyways, that has nothing to do with it, but we were talking about music and it, it just reminded me of that. Well, so. cool. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so back to Beanville, my island. I was just going to also say, um, I caught Kitty, like, hitting on Sid. And I really support that, but Sid you, you was... You them. Sid was not into it. Sid did not consent. No. Well, maybe we need to sit down with Kitty and talk to her about we what might this need to. looks like. But Kitty's, like, so cute, and, like, I don't know. If Kitty was with anyone, I would put her with Sid. I get that. And he was just not having He's it. He's not interested. But and that's okay, you know, Sid is I they were like talking to each other and I walked up and um 
Kitty was like, you know, Sid, the other day you gifted me this flower. He was like, yeah, I know. And she was like, well, you know, when that uh, when you give someone that flower, that actually means that you're telling them that you like them. And and he was like, I didn't know that I was just giving you a flower. And she was like blushing and all this stuff. Oh my! And gosh. I was like, "Oh, Sid, come on! Like this is your oh moment. Oh my like, god! Maybe he's Sid. just not picking up Sid. on the vibe, but no, I I think he just really wasn't into it. Yeah, that's okay. So may, we'll see what happens. To to be determined. Um. Well, is that is that everything with Animal Crossing? Um, the last point I was gonna make on Animal Crossing, and this is just kind of wrap up how I've been playing it recently. Okay. Um, I feel like I haven't made a lot of progress. In the last month or so. Okay, but... Okay. And I'm not saying that to be hard on myself. I think... I would hope not. It's just a realization that basically when you have, like, perfectionistic tendencies in real life... Are you speaking of yourself? This game... (laughs) Yes. ...can be very difficult to play. I can totally see that. I think it's like... I think that's why burnout is so easy for me. Yeah, totally. And I think it's... I think it's why it's good to supplement that game with another one, something else. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, it's been good that we've been playing Borderlands together exactly, recently a lot more yes. because that kind of helps offset. Yes, because I think there's you can't perfect Animal Crossing. There's no goal other than do what you want, right? Which is great, uh, but that's the reason why. Like, I love Animal Crossing, and. It would be fun to get the new one and like play it, but I don't think I could. I, I couldn't. Com- I cannot picture you. I can't commit the time playing it. I I loved the GameCube one when I was a kid. Yeah, um, but I don't think I could commit the time because, like, to be honest, like if I'm gonna spend, you know, three hundred hours playing a game, or whatever, you know, over the course of six months, it's like, well, there's so many like RPGs I want to play that are so much like. If I was going to devote that amount of time to a game, I'd go back and play Fallout 3. Um, and, like, because I didn't play any of the DLCs. Okay. So, like, I would go through and do that. You know, like, things that are a little more, like, finite um, definitely tend to speak to me more. Obviously, because I'm a story guy. Right. Um, yeah, Animal Crossing is so open-ended. Yeah, and that's, like, Minecraft. I think Minecraft's amazing. Uh, it's not a game that I super enjoy playing. Right. Um, because I, there's no way to win. Not that I'm trying to win or beat something, but it's like there's no. There's nothing for you to follow. Yeah, and no you purpose. are driven by uh, following a story in games. Yeah. So, like, literally, I'll get to points in games, which we can talk about. Okay, uh, we can talk about um, later on. Um, but like, I'll get to points in games where it's like I literally have to keep playing otherwise i'm gonna die because yeah. it's so interesting right um, it's kind of like when i get to like near the end of a book it's like just give me an hour so i can finish this book <laughs> like because i just need to know how it is you know like it's it's uh i i do like i find the fulfillment in driving like why am i doing yeah this? we're really different in that aspect totally. because i'm okay leaving things open-ended yes and to some Not extent, in real life though i always have to have closure in real weird. life <laughs> um to some extent like i totally um, I totally like can leave things open. Like I don't have to hundred percent every game I play or something like that. It's more of like I play it, and then when I get tired of one element of the game, I'll move on. Like it's like oh well, there's this type of side quest 
Uh, I don't want to do any more. I won't. But like in Borderlands, um, I want to do every side quest that we come across because yes, I know <laughs> because I find that very fun and fulfilling. It's like, oh look, here's a list of twelve things to do. Let's go do them all. Yeah, and then we can progress the story and uh, move forward and get even more side quests and level up and get even more cooler weapons and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I will say um, that I am really glad that you have Animal Crossing. And I feel well, like thank it's you. really helped you in a lot of ways. Yeah, me and, too. And I think it's just really cool. Yeah. Well, thanks. Um, okay, so next thing I wanted to uh, cover was what are you playing right now? What, what am can I you playing? update us on? Well, um, I have jumped back into that uh, itch.io list. Like I saw you doing that the other day. Bundle. Um, so I have... I was trying... Here's the completest in me. I was like, I'm going to just download everything, all 1,700 games. I'll just like go through them one by one. And um, I did about nine pages worth out of 59 pages. And I was like, I'm going to die if I keep doing this. So sometimes Jimmy needs to just stop being so completist. Completionist. Yes. And I, uh, I just went through the entire list. I bookmarked every page that looked interesting. If a game didn't look that cool or whatever, I just skipped it. So I still have about like 50 games out of that bundle or something. So um, are you like, <clears throat> I you just want, like right now you're going through that list. I've, and, I've been through that list. Okay. Yes. And so is it a thing to where you're like, okay, I'm going to open, open it up and give it like five minutes and then move on? Well, no, it was like, so, some yeah some and a lot of them were like tabletop rpgs so it was like well let me read through some of this to look interesting to try to figure out how to play it and i was like just it's too much there's 1700 items in that list right and so basically i just erased my list that i wrote out because i was like just stop looking at this like a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> and i went through and i now have bookmarked every single game that i want to play um, like i said there's about 50 out of those that list so a lot less, you know? Right. Um, and and a lot of the ones, like, I want to play both Octodads. I want to play those with you because I think you'll love them. Um, I think I told you about that. Yeah. Yeah. You should. Um, and so there are multiple uh, games that I've heard of. Celeste is in that bundle, so that's going to be amazing. Uh, Nuclear Throne is supposed to be really good. Um, some of them are Windows only, so, like, I'll have to play them on our PC. Um, which will be fun, but yeah. So basically, it's um, I've been doing some of that. Uh, nothing really stand out. I finally just like told myself to stop today. Stop trying to look at all of these. You can't. I viewed it as well. I donated to a great cause. I'll just pick the games I actually want to try out. Just of. enjoy it. Exactly. Like you're gonna have those games. Yeah, but Forever. See, that's what stresses me out because it's like, well, what if there's something in there that's going to be really good? Then, oh my gosh, well, if I miss it, and what if I'm, oh my goodness, but it's like, just stop. So I just, I just got all the bookmarks of the ones I want to play. I'll play through those sometime. The rest of them, they're dead to me. I don't think it has to be that extreme. Yeah, it does for me. Okay, whatever works for you. But um, cool. I'm really glad that you've made progress going through that list. Yeah. Um. So that'll be that'll be fun to keep playing through some of those games. Um the other thing is 
man, I can't remember where I was in the series when we last did a podcast. Uh huh. But I'm playing through the Uncharted games, and uh, I am. I can't. Do you remember where I was? Absolutely not. Okay, cool. So basically, um, at the beginning of quarantine, uh, Sony released Journey, and um, uh, the Nathan Drake collection. Uh, for free on PlayStation. Just be like, hey, stay at home initiative. You guys stay at home. Play these games, you know? And I played through the first three Uncharted games. I'm sure I said this last episode too, but I played through the first three like a long time ago. I was like, I'll play through those again because I bought Uncharted 4, but it'll be good to play through these. Um, So I kind of zoomed through them all. So I've finished now with the first three, right? Okay. And uh, Nathan Drake, it's very Indiana Jones-like. Have you seen an Indiana Jones movie? I think I've seen half of one. That hurts me a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. I really love Indiana Jones. Someday we'll watch them. Yeah, you we will. You will like them. I, I really, really think you'll like them. They're basically just like Indiana Jones. They're, there's like great characters and uh, action, and uh, there's even Nazis in the first one, just like Indiana Jones. And um, it's just a lot of fun. And so you have this sort of like on-off relationship with Drake and Elena, who are there. You have this, like, father-son relationship with Drake and Sully, who is, like, the older guy who, like, smokes cigars and has a mustache. Um, And he's great. And so you kind of have this little team. Then there's, like, the, uh, you know, sort of, like, you have, like, Elena, who's, like, a TV reporter, um, who's sort of, like, clean-cut. And then you have, like, the thief woman chloe who's like sort of a little more rough around the edges so right drake has to like make the decision like who like i've always been a thief i've always been like a con man chloe is like a woman who's like right up my alley but i still have feelings for elena you know this is giving me some serious lost vibes uncharted that's uncharted too yes i not well my goodness i've never really thought about that way but yeah there's like Definitely some parallels. Well, in my life, I always think about how things relate back to Lost. I, I so. understand completely. Um, there's definitely some parallels uh, but so between some of the characters, for sure. Um, so, each game... Like, Uncharted 1... Uh, each game's great, by the way. So, definitely recommend them to anyone who's listening. Uncharted 1... It is sort of the least amount of like emotional response. Okay. Uncharted Two deals with. Uh, let me ask you this, Kaylee. Do you care about spoilers? No. Okay. I really want you to play this game sometime, but I don't think you will, and that's okay. So I'll spoil them. So Uncharted One. Anyone who's listening, spoilers for Uncharted One through Three and parts of Four, but not all of it because I have not finished it yet. Uncharted One uh, is all about. Um, Nathan Drake is the uh, heir of Sir Francis Drake, who in real life was a explorer, like in, from I think Spain. Um, I could be wrong on that, but uh, he died. He was buried at sea. Well, in the game, he faked his death and actually was uh, searching for, um, or was searching for uh, El Dorado the uh el dorado kansas no that's el dorado excuse me uh el dorado 
Benny's drinking water. It's happening. Mark it down. Um, El Dorado, the uh, lost city of gold. And so basically they find this statue. Um, Elena is supposed to be documenting it for her like news station. Oh my gosh, this whole thing's happening. Uh, Sully, like they pretend to kill Sully or Sully like gets shot, but he gets saved. It's a whole thing. Um, and so uh, the thing about Uncharted that's really interesting is it's a really straightforward... You've seen me play it, right? Yeah. It's a pretty straightforward action game, right? Uh-huh. Except for at the end of every game, something crazy supernatural happens. Okay, that's kind of cool. So, like, in Uncharted 1, you realize that the statue you're looking for, this big gold statue, has cursed all of these people, all of these old... Uh, they, like, were Spanish conquistadors and, uh, like, Nazis who had then found the treasure... And they were cursed, and so they were these, like, creatures that were, like, crawling on the ground and, like, trying to get you. So you had to, like, fight them at the end of the game instead of just the guys with guns. Interesting. Pretty intriguing. So the game ends, you know, whatever, it's great. Uh, Nathan and Elena are, you know, happily ever after, blah, blah, blah. Sully, you know, is like a dad, you know, whatever. So the game, also the game begins, there's some parallel. The game begins with Elena and Drake in on a boat, and then you get in a plane, and the plane crashes, and it's like Sully's plane. Lost. Lost. Um, okay, so Uncharted 2, which is considered the best of the series uh, by a lot of people, until 4 came out, and then maybe 4 is considered better. I'm not sure. Um, you are... Uh, basically, it's you and this guy named, I think, Henry? Um, not Henry Gale. Lost. Lost. Uh, but, and then Chloe, who... So you, Nathan is no longer with Elena. You're with Chloe, um, or maybe not with her, but you're definitely with her, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, so Nice. Uh, noise. My dog. Uh, so you start the game and, like, bas- oh, his name's Harry, Harry Flynn. You start the game and he basically hires you to help find, He has he's been hired to help find this um, uh, Marco Polo's treasure that supposedly is hidden somewhere. And you're finding this secret city. Every game, there's like a secret city, you know, that type of thing. Uh, going on a huge adventure. Um, well, you end up running into Elena, who's like trying to... Um, uh, who's like on another news... Like, you know, she's on a news report or whatever, whatever you want to say. Um, and you... Basically, you, like, find her halfway through the game. You're like, oh, my gosh, Elena. And you're like, oh, it's, like, kind of awkward. They haven't seen each other in a few years, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, the game ends by you, like, in this mountain village in, like, the Alps or something. And um, you you have to, like, uh, the bad guy, you have to, basically, you follow him. You find the tree of, like, youth or, like, the tree of life or something. And he drinks from it, becomes, like, invincible, and you have to, like, fight him at the end. And um, the game ends with uh, Nathan Drake and um, Alana, Elena, uh, sort of, like, kissing and hugging and, like, oh, we're going to live happily ever after. And it really does feel like, okay, this is great. Like, this is really, really good. So Uncharted 1 is about Drake. Uncharted 2 is about Drake and Elena. Uncharted 3 is all about Drake and Sully's relationship. So, like, okay. this father and son type of right. thing. So, you actually play as little kid Drake. Huh. Um, in some of the early chapters, 
you play as a little kid Drake and like how you meet Sully, who's now like a lifelong friend and helps you with all these heists and stuff like that. Um, and so it's kind of like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, that's so cool. Um, and you basically are, have to find the lost city of the sands, um, where, uh, this woman who, uh, who has some like past with Sully, she is hunting for this like secret. It's basically this, this old, like middle Eastern legend of a genie in a bottle buried in the secret city at the very bottom of this lake. And so the game at the, uh, let me go back the end of the second one, you fight these like ancient Aztec warrior people who are all like jacked out of their mind. Cause they've been eating this tree of life thing. So it's pretty crazy. They're like invincible almost. And you have to shoot them with crossbows anyways. The end of this game, you realize uh, of three, you realize that whatever is in this thing, this genie in the bottle, quote unquote, is a hallucinogenic drug. So like Drake is hallucinating, um, oh, no. like these fire demon creature things that like it's really cool. Um, so the game ends basically. This is where the parallel comes in for the first one. Uh, when you meet Elena, so. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back. Okay. Basically, you're not with Elena at the start of this game. So you're thinking, okay, that's weird. Like, I was just with her at the end. Well, you you find out that they got married and are separated. Oh. Because. So some time has passed. Some time has passed. So when you meet Elena, like, Sully at one point is like, hey, I can give her a call. We can figure this out. Hmm. And he's like, oh, I don't want to. And he's like, that's where she is. That's the part of the world that she's in. And Drake's like, okay, fine, call. And, um,. They meet up at the airport, and Drake like says, "Hey, Elena," and notices she's still wearing her wedding ring. Oh snap! And he goes, uh, "He goes, oh, I see you're still wearing that." And she goes, "Oh yeah, it just makes things easier in this part of the world to like be right." Married. So basically, the game ends with, uh, like you find the secret city, you kill the bad guys, whatever, and uh, Drake puts his wedding ring back on because Sully has kept it this whole time. At the end of the game. Sully, because the whole game is about Sully and Drake, and Sully at one point Drake Drake hallucinates that Sully gets shot and killed. Oh, um, okay. And as a player, you don't that's know that, intense. You don't know that that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Drake's really upset. So he realizes this like kind of beef he's been having with Sully throughout the game is like not worth it. And Sully at the very end of the game is like, "Kid, I just gotta." He calls him kid. He goes, "Kid, I just gotta tell you, you know, you got a good thing. Don't let it go." Blah blah. blah. He's like, "Here." And he hands it, and, she, and Drake goes, how long have you had that? He goes, since the day you took it off, or whatever. Um, Sully kept his wedding ring to Elena. Aww. So it's great. Okay, so I'd played those games before. They were great. I was really excited to play Uncharted 4. Now, I do not know what happens at the end of Uncharted 4, so please no one spoil it for me. Um, but I have to imagine that I will be beating it fairly quickly. Basically... Uncharted 4 came out. It's the first one on PS4. Okay. The title of Uncharted 4 is A Thief's End. Ooh. So. How intriguing. I'm like, okay, I think I know what might happen here. Is Nathan Drake going to die? Um, I don't know. So, we'll see. But um, it started, and I was like, oh, this is just a step above the rest. It really, really, really is so much better than one, two, and three, I think, in my opinion so far. Uh-huh. The story is more well done. 
basically the story is um, you are you, you, it starts you're in like a Catholic boarding school um, your brother helps you break out and you got and so this is the first time you find out Drake has a brother okay also I want to point out that in the third game at one point the villainess uh, her name's Catherine mm-hmm. she kidnaps should have been Karen should have been Karen it, she was definitely a Karen Kaylee <laughs> trust me um she at one point basically tells Nathan Drake I know that's not your real name like I know that Drake is not your actual name does he know that though yes oh because that's the thing is like so what that means is he took on the name Drake because he had a fascination with Sir Francis Drake because he went to St. Francis Reformatory School. Francis Drake, right? And so he was fascinated with treasure and treasure hunting and, and you know, Drake. And so he took on that as his last name. Nathan Drake did. And so um, I don't know if they play that up in future games, but at the end of that game, she's dying in quicksand. And she looks at him and Sully's like, Drake, we have to go. We got to get out of here. And he's like, I can't just leave her to die. And he, she looks at him and she's like, are you going to live up to the name that you took? Like, are you going to save me? Oh, snap. Like, are you going to do it? And he tries to save her. It does not work. And she does. Anyways. So in this game, you, re- you find out first off, Nathan Drake has a brother named Sam. And um, you go through this whole thing where you're at... Uh, you're a kid and Sam breaks you out of your like reformatory school for a night and you're like going in like traps around the city or whatever. And then you have um, a scene where Drake is in prison. Nathan Drake is in prison. This is obviously like when he's younger um, in some like South American country or something. And so you and Sam and this guy Rafe are all there and you're trying to get to because this prison has some connection with this pirate treasure that you're looking for. That's the whole idea is this pirate treasure. Um, Because each game has a different treasure, that type of thing. Uh, And so, essentially, you um, go through this whole prison sequence where you break out, and at the end of it, you uh, the guards are shooting, and you go to grab Sam's hand, and you pull him up, and he just gets shot in the back. And dies. That's so sad! Nate looks, and like he falls, and he like he like falls back or whatever and Nate's like oh my gosh and Rafe's like Nate we gotta go and like Sam is dead oh man so they run off then the game then the game cuts to an underwater scene where you're talking on a headset and you're like have you found the like cargo yet and he's like yeah it's right here okay let's see what it is and you're underwater you're you're scuba diving around and stuff so you're thinking okay cool so they're like looking for the treasure um well, you get the cargo, and you're like, cool, all right, come on up. Like, grab onto the thing. And so you go up to what you think is going to be some, like, boat and, like, the you know, ocean type of thing. Well, no. You're working at a salvage company who's salvaging something in, like, the Hudson River in New York or maybe Chicago in some other river or something. Because Nathan Drake is no longer a treasure hunter. He has settled down. He has a nine-to-five. He's living with Elena. They're married. Oh, man. So, yeah, so it's really like, oh, my gosh, okay, cool. And his boss is like, hey, man, like, uh, I'm still serious about that Malaysia job. And, and Drake's like, no, man. He's like, you don't have any of the permits. We can't we can't get the permits to do that. He's like, we don't need the permits. We can just go do it. Like, 
we could make some good money from this. And Drake's like, that's not who I am anymore. So Drake has completely changed. Right. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. So I'm going. So, uh, so basically what happens is you are at work and, uh, there's a knock on the door and you open it and it's Sam, your brother who was killed. So was so he? He was not killed. He was injured. He was nursed back to health. He's been in prison for 15 years. Is he holding any resentments that he you is left not. him? He is not. But the person to die? to die, the person who broke him out of prison was a drug lord who said, you have to get me the pirate treasure. Otherwise, I'm going to come kill you and everyone you love, basically. And so... He, um, he goes, so Drake is like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like, we have to do something to help you. Like, my brother, who I thought was dead for 15 years, is alive. Like, I don't want you to actually die. Um, and so he lies to Elena. Says, I'm taking out my laser job. The coworker got the permits. Everything's fine. And him and Sam and Sully go off to get this treasure. So, long story short. Sam and Drake are going up against Rafe, who has still been looking for the treasure, who does not want Sam and Drake to find it, and this girl named Nadine. And um, you run all over the world and search all around, and you finally find a bunch of really good clues. And I, this is what I was talking about earlier, which is like you get to a point where you just can't not play. Well, today I was playing, and right before I had to leave for work, like I, I couldn't wait one more minute, otherwise I was going to be late. Um, where I ended was um, Sam and Nate were captured by Rafe and Nadine and Rafe was going to shoot Nate. Sam jumped in front of the bullet, got shot, fell back into Nate. Nate fell off Sam's a cliff. going through the ringer. Nate fell off a cliff, hit his head, passed out, and then you hear, of all people, Elena who literally, the last time you saw Elena, she found out that you lied to her, and she stormed out of the room, and like you never saw her again. You hear Elena go, oh my god, there he is, and like turn Nate over, and then Nate like wakes up, and you guys, you and your brother are kids again. Like It's like a flashback to another okay. part. So I'm literally like, what in the heck You're is like going on? You're on the edge of your seat, and you had to go. And I had to go to work, and I haven't been able to play the rest of the day. Oh. So I think I might need to play something You need to tonight. do that tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, all of that to be said, the Uncharted series is great. There's one more game after this one, which is sort of like a little interlude, or like, like, uh, not prelude, but, you know what I mean. Exitlude to the series. Outro? Outro, yeah. Um, so Exitlude. Like, whatever. It's like a, it's like a standalone game, but, um, but I don't think it has Drake in it. So, that's my question. It's like, is Drake gonna die? I don't know. I'll find out. It's a super great series. Highly recommend it to anyone who wants to play it. So, uh, if anyone ever questioned if Jimmy does or does not enjoy stories of games. Okay, whatever. I know, it's like, I know, I talk a lot. That's what the podcast is. Exactly, and I'm glad that you have been able to do this just within a matter of, what, a couple months? Yeah, probably like a month and a half ago, I started playing the first one. Um, they're not super long games, so you can get through them pretty quick. Yeah, like I played Uncharted three in like two days. So that's awesome. That's cool. And I, I, it's not a thing where I play every day. 
Yeah. I haven't played Uncharted 4 before, like, the last couple of days where I played a little bit. It was like, I went like a week and a half without playing it. So, they're, they're, they're nice short games and they're really good. I've been savoring 4, though, because I've never played it before and it's just like... Yeah. I've been sort of just like, oh gosh, it's so good. And so it's, it's just ramping and ramping and ramping to where it's gonna. It's exciting when you are so um, enthralled in a game that yes. that like, not in an unhealthy way, but like during the day or like, you know, it'll just pop into your head of like, oh, I I get to look forward to going yeah, and doing totally. that again tonight or this weekend. Well, or and that's, yeah, and that's the before thing work that I really love, and that's again, I think it's important, like you said, not in an unhealthy way. I think it can be an unhealthy thing if that's all you're thinking about. You're like, you know, shirking responsibilities, that type of thing. Um, ultimately, it is just entertainment. Entertainment is not important. But it is really exciting to be like, oh, my gosh, I wonder where the story goes. Or for you in Animal Crossing, it's like, oh, I wonder. Who's going to move in next? Who's going to move in? Oh, where? you know, I could build an incline there. That might be good. Like, it's a lot of fun. And then I question all my life choices because of one said incline. Well, I'll keep uh, loving the story, and you keep bringing, doing whatever bringing, I do. Bringing your perfectionistic tendencies to <laughs> Animal Crossing, and we'll be a match we'll made be in A-okay. heaven. Yes. Um. Okay. Well, I was gonna have us talk about. Well, I guess we could still just kind of touch on that we started Blackwell, the second Blackwell. Yeah. Do you remember which one that was? I can't remember what it's called. Was it Deception? I was hoping you knew what it was called. Definitely do not. I know Legacy is the first one. Right. It might be Deception. It might be the fourth one that we haven't played at all yet. It was some dramatic name like that. Yeah. But um, I just wanted to touch on like... Which I'm surprised you like these games because they are just story. Yeah, but it's also like they take place in New York and they have to do with like mental illness and like supernatural. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, she's in the psych ward or whatever, which is all stuff that I'm super into. Yeah. And so I really enjoy... Totally. The game. Um, this one is a prequel. Yes. Right? What? It's a prequel to the others? Yes. Okay. I was like, what? You knew this. I like, well, why are you questioning me? My quest- brain just like Why off. are you questioning me? We literally had a conversation when we started the game and we we're like, oh my gosh, I wonder if this, uh, oh, this is a prequel. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's what I was going to talk about okay. was like, um, how we can see thus far how this game is, um, Connected to the one we played before. Yeah, so you play as the protagonist's aunt in this one. Yes. Which is pretty cool. And she was like very very heavily embedded into the story of the last one. Yes. So. Um, yeah. So you're it, like I said, it's a prequel. So and it's playing, like what 1970s New York. It's like 70s New York. Which is like I'm all about that. Oh yeah. The what's the ghost name? Joey. Joey. Joey's haunting the aunt. He's so, like, you still get to be Joey. Your relationship well, is, and be you, with Joey. Your relationship is, like, bantery, bickery. Yeah. And you, this one, you get to switch characters. So right, so you can play one, as you Joey. As Roselia or whatever and it was her name. Oh, my gosh. Rosemary. Not Rosemary. Rosemarelda. <laughs> Not Rosemarelda. What was it? Something with Rose in yeah. it, but yeah. Anyways, and uh, in this one, you can basically hit tab. And switch between being Joey and being the Aunt Lauren. Uh huh. And so, like, there was one part where we got to where it was like a walled off construction site that we had to go in and find a ghost. And, well, Lauren can't walk through a wall, but Joey's a ghost, so he can. So he switched to Joey and then he can go right in and right. then talk to Lauren through it. Which, game. that's like the first thing we've done so far, and we haven't accomplished anything. Like, we no. had some ideas of what we could do. Well, we started the game. 
and we were it was like probably like nine thirty at night. Yeah. And we were like, okay, yeah, let's just like play and we'll we'll get somewhere, it'll be good. And we started the game and we started kinda of going down and then you we both looked at each other like, We're pretty tired. We're done. Because it was just it got very redundant. Yeah. We weren't making any progress, we weren't accomplishing yeah. anything and, and it just wasn't the right time to the, this, this genre to try of, to take this that on. Genre of gang game, point and click adventure. They are a lot at times. I have some really good ones on the Switch. So that I've cool. never played. Well, I really love this, and like that didn't yeah. turn me off to it at all. I'm excited to yeah, go it's back a really to it. Cool. Like when we have the time, like we we can set aside time to like really, yeah, chip away at it. Totally. But, um. Yeah. I really, I really like this kind of game, and it's. I think I've talked about this before. It's made me want to play PC games even more. Yeah. So yeah, and then um. We let's go ahead and like save our Borderlands update for next episode yeah. because I feel like at that point we will have completed Borderlands 2 cuz we're pretty close. Uh, we're we're fairly close. I feel like we could do it. I yeah, I think um I think we let's just hold off on updating Borderlands till we finish it for right. sure. I like that. Um um, we're still loving it, though. We absolutely love it, and some big things are happening in the Ooh, game. The story. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. There's a death. Yeah. There's two deaths. To where even I was shook. So. Yes. Um, yeah. We're loving Borderlands. Having yeah. a blast. One of my guns is a cursed oh, gun. No. So, like, every time... I call it the hee-hee gun. Because, like, it every is. time you switch to it, it's like... It goes, switching weapons! It's like, swapping weapons! And then you, every time you shoot, it's like, hee Like, when you pull the trigger, it's just, hee And so I call it, it the like hee It sounds like Benny when yeah. we get home. It's and so it, great. But it does so much damage. It, it's cursed because it doesn't let you move. Right. Like, you you cannot like, move. Like, you can't like you can move, but it's like, you're not going anywhere. So it's like, if there's like a big boss enemy... It's like Kaylee. I just like I plant myself in, in one spot and, and pull shoot out, him with the hee hee gun. Pull out my hee hee gun and I start like. <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I'm hoping we can get through at least the main story by uh, October because we have plans for October. But we'll talk about we that do. at the end of the episode. Cool. Um, and then we actually finished the high score series on Netflix. What, we did. what is up so far? Yeah. So six episodes. Uh, we kind of mentioned it, I think, in a previous episode. Um, highly recommend it to anyone who's interested in video games. It is games. so good. I know we've talked about it a little bit before. So I want to ask you what... Well, I mean, obviously, we both liked it. What did you take away from it? What did you learn that you like? was like, that's really interesting, and you think applies to games that like you're playing, and like maybe it's something that you didn't know that like, makes you interested in a type of game or something like that? That's a hard question. The thing that stood out to me the most was what uh, the character Kirby was based off of. Yes. Nintendo's lawyer, John Kirby, who saved their butts. Yeah. Uh, I loved that. And it makes me love Kirby even more. I think the biggest takeaway I had from it is like when you can see it, it is evident in the footage and how they they put this documentary together. Like, yeah. When video games became a thing, it like the world like I don't know, I don't know. People, people lost it. People lost it. Like what is this concept, you know? Yeah. And they got so popular like um like families would play games together. Yeah. And 
they started out, you know, very wholesome, but still had some themes of like, I don't know, like Star Fox. You're a fox that like is, shoots. You shoot aliens. Yeah, yeah, you shoot aliens. So like, I don't know. There's still, for some reason, like that doesn't cross any kind of line, right? But then when you get into being first person shooter, like whenever the whole it got to like Doom and like and you're shooting demons right who explode into blood right for some reason like that's the turning point yeah and that is where from what i saw people started being like whoa actually i'm uncomfortable with this yeah and we shouldn't be letting our kids do this um so i think sometimes when people people are afraid to say that they play video games or enjoy video games or like video games in their hobby because they are afraid of the backlash that they get from other people and this documentary like really helped me see even more like that was not always the case yeah and even though that was the case for some people it wasn't the case for everyone right and it's like i don't know um i was never like against playing video games but it definitely was not something that i would just like seek out to do for fun on my own video game podcast now I have a video game podcast. So I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is like it helped me see even more that like just because there are a whole heck of a lot of people out there who are anti video games, like whatever, like my kid will never play a game where you have to shoot anyone yeah, else or I like mean... even if it's not that extreme, but just like people who feed into the negative stereotypes. Yes. Are there negative aspects of video games? Yes. Are there positive aspects of video games? Absolutely. 100%. And it was just fun to be able to s- watch this series that like highlighted All those positives. Yeah. And yeah, it did talk about some of the other side of it. Yeah. But I do think that's where it comes down to um, when, as a we are not parents. Mm-hmm. So... I, I won't speak with any authority of being a parent, but I do feel like when I think about it in the future, when we have kids, um, I'm going to make sure I know what that child is like watching and playing. What they're playing. And that type yeah. of thing. And so like our kid won't be playing Doom and I not know about it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, like our kid's not going to like play Grand Theft Auto and I'm gonna be like, well, I don't know what it is, but they want to play it. And so then one cool. day you're like, oh my gosh. Did you know that this game that I um, bought for my child yeah, has like, this content in it? Like, How you, dare they play this game that I bought like, them? Did you not look at it? Like, right. <laughs> and so that's the whole thing is is I'm like, come on, people, like, like we got this. Like, it's just like let's I think kind of where we're at is like when we do have kids, yeah. it's like we're gonna be involved and like let's have a conversation yes. about this game. Yes. You know, if something comes up where we're like oh, we might need to talk about this. We are going to talk about it. It's not going to be a thing where I never want to shame No, you know, my kids not. because I feel like that happens to people a lot yes. when it comes to video games. Totally. And that's one of the things that I'm very thankful of. Like my parent, my dad never, I mean, he doesn't, he didn't get it. You know what I mean? Like he's like, he'd always be like, you're playing your videos? Like, right. Uh, <laughs> true dad of, form. Yeah, true dad mode. Um, But like, he tried to play Mario with me, I'm pretty sure, like, a couple times. Um, 
and like my mom we'd play like the nancy drew games or the harry potter games together uh, or majesty which majesty is a freaking awesome game um anyways uh but like they were not against and like they were definitely not against it but they weren't like super supportive like they were just like hey if you really like games like go do your thing like that's awesome and so yeah it was like nice to like have parents who like cared and or cared enough to be like i want you to do it because you like it Mm -hmm. and not like how could you play that like no i wasn't allowed to play m-rated games um so that's why i snuck to my friend's house and played them so (laughs) right you know no big deal um but yeah uh it is cool i think the coolest thing that i took out of that documentary series was um just how uh i guess like important those early games really are and i i don't always like love to play them they don't always hold up the best uh-huh um, but man it's like they're really important and they're really cool absolutely and um it's so so cool to have so many games now when you look at like you know the nintendo and you think okay the nintendo came out and like you know kids would have like three games that's it or something and um, and now it's like you get two free games a month with PS Plus. Uh, plus, on the computer, like Epic puts out a free game every month, and you know whatever you know all these things. There's all these things, and then there's always sales, and um, you can buy you know Uncharted Collection, which is three whole games for all. You know, it's like there's like so many games, but it's like it's so cool to see how it's progressed to where it is now, where. Uh, the video game industry is bigger than the movie and the music industry combined. Right. And it's by a w- lot, it's way more. Um, it's way more frowned upon to play video games even now. Right. Um, than other forms of entertainment. Right. Which is like, hey man, like, I got it on my PS4. You just do your thing. Right. So. It was a really good documentary. Series. It was. We really, really enjoyed it. It's fun. A lot of fun. Y'all should go check it out for sure. Yeah. All right. Well. Is that it? I think that's it. Cool. Um, If we have anything else we need to talk about, we can save it for next episode. Sure. Um, Do you want to make our announcement for October? Okay. So October, um, we both love spooky things. Obviously. Spoopy. Spoopy. Obviously, I love zombies. I miss Borderlands Zombie Island with yeah. everything in me. But what we're going to do starting October 1st, we are going to play Dead Island. And I think I'm not going to promise anything because I haven't made it up. I made a decision in my mind yet. We're going to do it. We are going to try to stream playing the Dead Island on games Twitch. on Twitch. Um, yes. The first one, at least, because yeah. the first one's the only one that has co op. Right, so we are excited. Yes. I cannot wait to start this game. So we're trying to figure out if we can beat Borderlands by the end of September. Right, which so we better get started. We'll on. see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, October first, so like keep... the night of October first. We're we're starting. Well, I have a gig, so well, okay. The night so of October second. Well, wait. John's staying the night, N- or he's coming in from out of town. So probably October third. October third. <laughs> Saturday, October 3rd. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. That's what we're going to shoot for. Uh, yes. But we are excited. Very excited. And then, of course, um, y'all send us your emails with questions, what you're playing, mm-hmm. 
uh, things you want to hear us talk Absolutely. about. This is a long episode, or but it's not we talk just, about. <laughs> what is that uh, supposed to mean? I don't know. Throwing shade at me? No, not at all. But like, you want to fight? Okay, yeah, let's fight right now on this podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't want to fight. But no, you can send us an email at date bit co- date bit podcast at gmail dot com. Not so easy, is it? It's not. Uh, D the number eight bit podcast at gmail.com good job and then we do have an instagram uh it is just at date bit podcast so give us a follow over on instagram and with that i think that's a wrap i think that's a wrap so Um, we will uh see y'all next time yeah we're i'm already excited to record the next one cool all right bye bye